0: you <music> Good
1: evening to and listeners. Uh, It is 8 p.m. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. in the Eastern Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. in the Eastern Caribbean. Welcome to this weekend interview. I am your host, Anthony Drago. Tonight, uh, we are going to go to the island of Dominica. I don't know if you've been following the news uh, there's been a lot of developments, political-wise and social-wise, in Dominica, and so tonight we have some special guests who have been taking up a position and expressing very strong um, opinions about what's going on in Dominica. So that's our topic tonight: the political environment in Dominica uh, at this present time. We're going to have a cadre of guests. Uh, we're expecting to have. Upwards of uh, four to five guests on 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 our show tonight. If tonight is your first time listening to this weekend interview, I want to say thank you for listening. Welcome, and um, I hope at the end of tonight you will enjoy our program enough that you will become a regular listener. And for those of you who are regulars, I thank you for joining us one more time. I, I never take your your time and your and your uh, and your, your the fact that you make us part of your schedule. I never take that for granted. I always know how busy we are. And so I, I appreciate the fact that you you make us part of your Wednesday. This weekend interview is intended to be uh, a program where we have conversations with persons who have something to share. Uh, from a different perspective, whether because of your training, because of your work, because of your experience, you have something to share. And we... I have that conversation with you, and I share it with the audience. And um I have had a lot of tremendous uh, uh, experience on this show. I, I am always thankful of the privilege that I have in having conversations with persons who have so much information to share and who are so generous in sharing the information. But if you're a regular listener, you know that I usually start the program with the Caricom Anthem, because I believe that the Caricom should go forward. The Caribbean islands should go forward as one country. Uh, if we continue as tiny specks of sand in the Caribbean Sea, we will continue, Our future will continue to be doomed. So let's listen to the beautiful Mikael Henderson as she does the Caricom Anthem like nobody else can. And when we come back, uh, we are going to have a very, very lively, I anticipate, and um, animated discussion We've with, with a few members of the group called In Defense of Dominica's Democracy or something like that. When they once they come on, they will say exactly what the name of the organization is and what the objectives are. So let's listen to Mikhail and we'll my take a word from one from our sponsor and um when we come back we, we're going to launch right into it. So stay tuned.
0: Forefathers came Some seeking adventure Some bound in chain Through battles waged and fought Through victory and pain By test of their courage Our freedom was given To focus on building one Caribbean. Raise your voices high and sing of your courage. You know, there are many choices when it comes to domain registration, web hosting, and dedicated servers. But I have to tell you about Jocko Hosting. They're simply the best. With their 99.9% uptime guarantee, 24-7 sales and support teams, you'll never have to worry. Get in touch with them today. They offer plenty of other products and services like SSL certificates, managed WordPress, and more. Call or click today, 480-624-2500, jocko.com. That's J-A-C-H-Q-O dot com. Well, listeners, um, we, we're going to be joined, as I
1: told you all, we're going to be joined live in, in a moment by the, by the folks of the organization called the, um, the, In Defense of Democracy. And um, I don't know if you're aware of a few things that has been going on in Dominica lately. Uh, there's been a lot of revelations in the recent past about the prime minister of Dominica and and some of the some of the his ministers and his and, and his acquaintances and colleagues there's been a lot of, of talk lately about him it's been alleged that that there, there's been a lot going on in terms of the sale of passports particularly diplomatic passports a lot of events that seem to be have come to a head in the last couple of weeks, um, it came to light that the, that the government of Dominica uh, allegedly have been selling diplomatic passports to persons who have had difficulties with the laws in different islands. That, that's, that's their al- allegations. Um, there are a number of persons who, prior to that, have had issues with the sale of Dominican passports. A few people have been arrested and it's alleged that they've had in their possessions diplomatic passports that has allowed them to, to skirt and circumvent legal authorities in the different countries. So, there have been demonstrations in Dominica. There's been, there have been demonstrations in Dominica. They're there, after the demonstrations. Um, but they it say it's no demonstration it was a meeting after the meeting there was a riot with me on the line is um, Alvin Thomas Alvin is a regular on this weekend interview we were hoping to have had members of the there's an organization that was formed called the in defense of Dominican democracy and I was trying to get them on so that we could talk about what their objectives are because they, they were making very robust calls for the for the resignation of the prime minister and his cabinet so alvin before i go we go too deep into it let me just let you say good night to the guests and welcome back to this weekend
2: interview hey Tony, good night man as as always it's a pleasure to be on the program and at least to be able to contribute and um, as as one would say give my little five cents to the discussion as it relates to um not just Dominica, but in general there uh, the times we discuss other uh, programs that have some some impact or have some bearing on Dominica, but again, more specifically the issues as it relates to Dominica, it's always a pleasure. Um, I know um, some folks uh, of the view, um if I may put it that way, that when we are in the diaspora um we don't have an equal say as to what's transpired in dominica and therefore we have to take a hands-off approach and leave it for the folks on the ground i tend to give differ strongly with that um the fact that many of us are in the diaspora does not in any way suggest that we should not and ought not to have uh as much of an interest in the development of dominica and what is happening so i i just wanted to put that in there as as an early notice because obviously um, people are very um, um, um bring a lot of emotions to some of this discussion and 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 don't look at it from a very rational and objective point of view as as it is we can all differ learn to differ uh, different points of view but at the, at the end of the day respect that point of view and be able to express that point of view so I'm happy to be able to contribute in whatever manner we possibly to the program. So thanks again for having me, Tony.
1: Yeah. And I, I, just like me, I'm pretty sure that you are listening and watching the events that's, that's going on in Dominica with, with a certain um, trepidation and anxiety. Um, I, I am sure that, that you, you know, you have opinions about what's going on, but not only that, you, you have some concerns about how this thing will, will get, will finally get resolved. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I mean, the, the idea that, that there are, are oil tankers it's alleged that there are oil tankers carrying oil and that Dominican flag oil tankers carrying oil from from Iraq, Iran to China, um, that there are persons who have issues with, with the law in different countries that are carrying Dominican diplomatic passports, that are getting arrested. Um, we've seen protests, meetings, and, and riots and demonstrations in Dominica we've seen what appears to be the arbitrary arrest of persons in Dominica. I say arbitrary because they get arrested and they get released right after. And and in some cases, they're not charged, with anything, or the charge doesn't seem to be anything that required the the, the type of um, method that was used in the arrest. So, you know, just tell me what you... you just, let's just talk about the whole concept of what's going on uh, and what you feel about it.
2: Well well first of all Tony, let me let me preface my 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 contribution by um I believe a while back we had a discussion and it relates to democracy and, and and the islands in the Caribbean and how how one sees and, and and view democracy. And and my own thought is that in any democracy, um there are going to be um opposing views. And um Given given some of the allegations that uh, that have been floated wrong as it relates to that current situation in Dominica, I think in in a democracy which I would hope still obtains in Dominica, that the people has a people has a right one to express a position on the matter. Two, I think the government has an obligation and a responsibility if some of these allegations are not correct to to provide that transparency and to 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 provide the facts as it relates to the matter. I mean, right now, if I may draw a parallel, you have the situation of the United States, where it's alleged that the Russian had an in, involvement in the U.S. Um, election, and even Republican on the Republican side, um, the, the the Congress um, is calling for. And for a, 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 an inquiry, a committee to investigate the matter. Similarly, I would hope that if the leader of the opposition or the opposition side—not necessarily the leader per se, but the opposition and government and the people—have some concerns as it relates to some of the allegations that have been, that government has an obligation to provide that transparency and to 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 for the benefit of Dominica and Dominicans and not just Dominicans but the wider community, because bear in mind um if 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 as it relates to whether it's the um whether it's the citizen by investment program as it relates to regular passport or diplomatic passport selling whichever one that in itself have implications for the wider Caribbean community um so it is not just something that may negatively in impact Dominica assuming that some of some of the allegations are correct it will have some impact on the wider community the rest of the world and Dominicans no matter where they are so again in a democracy I would hope that um the government will take a, a responsible approach and provide information provide transparency now how do you do that I don't think it's enough to just go ahead and have a press conference um yes you can have a press conference but i think there's more to it than that there's a parliament and i think the government has an obligation to to go into parliament and present to the people of dominica and the rest of the wider community what the facts are on the matter. as 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 old people will say, there is no smoke without fire and um and the fact that these allegations have been been brought about in in so many areas and quarters is cause for concern, and it's um, it's it, it's funny how history has a way of of sometimes repeating itself. And I did hear the prime minister alluded to the fact that um, he is not going to be a repeat of May um, May seventy nine and all of those, you know, um, emotional outbursts. But but back in the seventies, as some of us who are old enough to recall, and I certainly am old enough to recall, and the then Prime Minister of Dominica, who was Patrick John, brought Dominica into independence in 1978. It was 1978. So November 1978, he took over from EO Eolibla as Prime Minister, and he he led the country into independence. And we had all these big, huge celebrations for independence in 78. One year later, in 1979, we had this unfortunate May 79 situation and the downfall of the of the Labour Party. And what led to that was the fact that the then Labour Party government, the Prime Minister Patrick rowland Jordan, along with his advisers, his then um, Attorney General de Gazo and the rest of the crew, went into some crazy arrangement with the then Don Pearson, this was an American guy from Louisiana, the US, who was involved in a number of unscrupulous situations. And we all know what transpired from there. That's exactly what, what, what ended the ring. And at the time, at the time, um, of course, the Labour Party, the government had some issues going with the civil servants. But more than that, that was what led to it. And at the time, one might say, Patrick John was very popular, because I said in, as I said, in 78 he brought the island from um into independence. He was a popular <laughs> prime minister.
1: Very, very interesting. And and um
2: So I'm just want to use that analogy. Yeah to but... see where uh, we uh, are today let, with let, what it was then.
1: Let me let me jump in there and say that it it when you when you look at the events that's happening currently and you play back what happened. In 79, pretty much like now in the beginning of the year, things were getting a little bit warm and then they got heated all the way up to May. We had the the demonstration and, and finally the resignation, well, the deposement, deposing of the, of the government. I don't, I don't know if the prime minister ever resigned, but his cabinet certainly did. Um, the similarities are uncanny. Um, and you would, You would think that if if you know what happened, then you would try not to walk the same path. We would we would try not to not to walk the same path um a second time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um. So so for example, I remember. Patrick not wanted to pass a law to prevent people from, from having protests. That's there correct. were, there were, it was trying to detain members of the opposition. That's correct. Um, again, there were, there were, there were collaborations, if you want to call it that, or friendships, whatever you want to call it, with persons on the international level who had questionable dealings with the law and otherwise. And they, he seemed to have been moving the country towards us to, to a state of emergency.
2: Yeah. So and, and and Tony, without tripping you, the interesting point which we must not lose sight of, as I said, Patrick was very popular. Patrick was very popular because Patrick John had just taken over from Eoli Blanc. In 75, year about 75, 76, when Lee Black stepped aside and hand over the ring to him. And, 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 I mean, think of the celebration and the jubilation that the island had, that the country had when we went into independence on 4th November of 1978. Right. Right? You had fireworks and all this stuff taking place in, 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 in the, in the Windsor Park. I remember that. And then one year later, you had this unforeseen situation. So that brings me to the point that when, when, when politicians, when politicians are in leadership and they're in the position of power, some of them tend to forget history or they do little, little reading to understand. Again, if I may use the analogy of the United States, you had the Nixon Watergate. You had the Nixon Watergate that came about and the, the Nixon Watergate came about because the the media at the time break the news, they got information and they leaked the information. What was what, what transpired as far as Watergate, and that brought down Nixon's administration. Nixon had to resign. He was in, um, he had to step down. Right. And now you have the same situation with the Russian situation, where the media has let the the information out. Had the media not. Provide the public with the information of of of, of Flynn, uh, Flynn, the 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 national security advisor, He would have still been there. Yeah. So, so you have the same scenario playing itself out on the local level in Dominica.
1: In Dominica, and, and with these
2: allegations um, showing itself out, mm-hmm. and rather than the politicians try to. To
1: be transparent. The reason, the, okay I, I mean, the, re, the reason I'm trying to jump in is because I'm, sure, expecting, I'm expecting somebody to call me from the organization in defense of democracy. Sure, no just problem. to tell us what the organization is. Um, and the reason why I'm jumping in before the call comes is to try to set it up because um, one of the big difference between 79 and now is the existence of social media. Exactly. Because in 1790, the opposition had access to the local newspapers and radios and that sort of thing. They had that type Dallas of support. About it. Yeah. It, right now, the opposition in Dominica does not have much of that except for one station. However, there's a lot of dissemination that's happening from social media and thus it involves people in the diaspora. So there's a pushback now that says, well, if you guys are in diaspora, why are you guys so involved? You don't live in Dominica and so on. Not only that, persons are, are starting to say that because people in the diaspora are calling for the resignation of the Prime Minister, that, that in a sense they're undermining the government and therefore they want to request that the, that the United States authorities investigate the citizens who are up, who are up here and trying to undermine the, um, the government of Dominica. So, so in that light, I was trying to raise this organization Members of the organization to, to, to talk about what they're about because that speaks directly, that speaks directly to them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to see if I can, if I can get, get her on, if she's able to, um, to shed some light on the organization. The name of the organization is in defense of Dominica's democracy. Yes, Marceline, I have you live on here. Welcome to, to this week interview. I also have Alvin Thomas on the line as well. Thank you. Um, so, so what, what I what I wanted was um, I I saw some of your postings on on Facebook and um I, I and there's a lot of pushback about persons in the diaspora being involved and people, Americans living over here trying to undermine the government of Dominic and so on. So I wanted you to come on and introduce the organization to to, the, to my listeners to the audience. Tell them what the organization is or what the aims are, what the objectives are, what your demands are, what your plans are. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself and your organization. Yeah, you, the, the mic is yours.
3: I am Marilyn Edwards. I am the chief of, chief of staff for the Dominica, for Dominicans for the Defense of Democracy group. And um, this group was um, born out of the need to restore a good name and respect uh, as we once knew it. Um, we want to restore our image as the gem of the Caribbean. And today, our reputation as a country is solid globally as a result of all the arrests of the nefarious characters our diplomatic passports and citizenship. So we saw the need to come together as the patriotic Dominicans in the diaspora. And that includes um, the UK, Canada, USA, the Caribbean islands, and Dominica. We have also merged with um, with other groups here, and um, you know as a result, so um, to have a stronger voice. And um, we are non profit, and we are we are we are non profit group, and we are registered. Our website is www.dominicaldemocracy.org, and um, we we have been we have been very involved in the situation that is going back home. And our main purpose is to help restore our democracy and um, we want to see a better Dominica for our people. So
1: so let me me jump in and ask you, what what are the specific demands that, that if you have specific demands, um, that you have at the moment?
3: Yes, we do have specific demands. We want to still have democracy and the rights of our people restored in our country. Right now, right now it feels like the people have no democracy. We have seen a number of arrests because the people have come together and voiced their, and voiced their dissatisfaction of the government. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it seems that we are losing that grip we had. We had, uh, you know, of our human rights because never in the history, never in our political history, you see um, our politicians being arrested. You know, and um, you know, it's like we, I feel like we are losing that democratic grip we have. Dominica is still legally a democratic state, and people have the right to stand up and voice their opinions in the event that, you know, the government is not doing what they were elected to do. People are, are supposed to come together. This is the only legitimate way that people can come together and make demands of the government, and especially when the government is not listening. It is okay for people to demonstrate, but let, um demonstrate in a peaceful way in the, in the Martin Luther King style where we, you make your sure demands known and you ask better of your government, and that's, and that's the, what I want to see restored in Dominica. I want to see that the people still have a voice, the people are still in control, and uh, you know the people are not afraid. And uh, I, I think that that's what is lacking in Dominica at this time. And that is what we have come together as a people, as patriots living abroad. We have come together. And um, we want to see that, you know, we can really push our democracy, push that democracy for people back.
1: Alvin, Alvin, do you want to jump in here and, and interact with Marceline a little bit um, in terms of what she's outlined? Is, are the objectives of um, Dominicans for the defense of democracy?
2: Well, I think she's absolutely correct. I mean, in terms of, um, as I alluded to earlier during my opening comment, that democracy must not just be a word that we use but it must manifest itself in in the way in which people are allowed to express their views and their opinions governments must understand that they're servants of the people they were elected by the people to serve the people and therefore what tends to happen too often is that governments in 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 the region and the rest of the world in in some respect feel that when they are in power that they do and say everything and there should be no dissent, and people cannot defend my own view is that if the the prime minister and the cabinet feel that whatever actions or whatever they're doing is 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 above board then that is where in a democracy you're supposed to provide that transparency and if the opposition party are raising concern dominicans are raising concern you have a responsibility obligation to go in our parliament and put the cards down on the table and say, hey, this is what the situation is. It's being alleged that some, you know, uh unwanted persons have had hold of our passports, diplomatic as well as other um regular passports. You have to go and clarify that 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 position. You can't take a hard a hard line approach and feel well, um, folks have no business to ask and you're in charge and you do as you please. And to to extend that that we in the diaspora a dominican i am a dominican first and foremost i'm living in the united states of america but i'm a dominican and let me and, and i also want to state for the record that i have contributed in in several and many ways to Dominican's development even while i was in dominican while up here so to, to say to us dominicans up here that we shouldn't get involved and when we get involved we're trying to Apple and and whatever the government. If the government is above board, there's no need to call for um, a, a, a resignation of the prime minister or for the government to step aside. And 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 again, Tony, I I I have to somehow um, draw a parallel between what is happening now and what happened in the in the 70s during the Patrick John um, um, administration. Because again, as we know, and it's been said over and over. History has a way of repeating itself,
1: <laughs> and it's and it's and it's so funny. It,
2: it's it's so strange. Yeah. history has a way <laughs> of repeating itself, and those who don't learn from history will repeat Re- the same mistake
1: mistakes. let me jump in here and ask you, um, w- what are your plans, and and if if persons in the audience want to get involved in the organization, how can they get involved? What what's for them to do and that kind of thing.
3: Well, we um we are non um we we, we are non partisan and um though we you know we we have we each you know have our um political affiliation but we are still a non partisan group. When it comes to uh, to um to our discussions and it is non-partisan. We have all sorts of people, all walks of life and um and it's totally there are some people who who is not who 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 are not red or blue and But it, they are patriotic, and patriotism does not include a color. Patriotism does not include a party. If you're patriotic, your, your allegiance is to your country. Your allegiance is not to a particular person, a particular politician, or particular color. Um, when you come together, you look at Dominica, and Dominica is not heading in the right direction, as a patriotic citizen, it is your right, you know, to come in and, and do what is best. One of the things I look at is that, it is okay for diasporans to stay here, live here for more than 20, 30 years, and go home to Dominica and, 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 and decide which government gets into, um, gets into office. But it is not okay for us here in the diaspora to look at what is going on that's wrong in Dominica. Look at the shame that we have to, we have to, we have to inherit because we live out here. And, um, you know, when you hear those things about Dominica, It is just disheartening, it is not good because we know our Dominica and this is not what our Dominica represents. So uh, in the same manner, the people here decide um, which government goes in office. And this is what I call hedge money, where people stay out of it and they, they decide which government governs the people. They go home to vote and they come back to the U.S. the next day. And we here, we are doing what is patriotically right for our people. We are here to say this is not right. And this, that's not what we want. Our people can get together if anybody wants to join the, wants to join the, um, the group. Because right now we are, we have about 150 people who are on board and people who are contributing to this cause. And it's not a cause where we would like to topple the government. We don't believe in coups. We are, we are doing this because this is the right thing to do. To have the Prime Minister and his cabinet resign because they're not doing the right thing. We have never engaged and we will never engage in anything illegal. We are a peaceful group. We come in the name of peace. We come in the name of democracy and uh, we are doing it the legitimate way. We are doing it the Martin Luther King style. Yes, yes, um, yes that is what we are advocating. Because had the people not marched in Selma, had they, uh, have ne- have they not been killed, had the, had blood not been filled, you know, the black men would not be able to vote today. And that is what you, we see, we see on the ground. So that is what we're encouraging. Peaceful protest. fit your demands. Tell the government, it's time to go. It's time to pack up and go. They're, 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 they're out of ideas. They can no longer rule the country. Anybody who wants to join a group, they can, they feel free to contact me. My number is 862-371-4123. I will connect you to the group. And first of all, we will vet the persons who are coming in the group because um, we what we want is we want patriotic people to join this group and to join this cause because this cause is a legitimate cause and we want we like to see a more sustainable terminical where, where people are, are less dependent where they don't have to go down to the red clinics. You know that, 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 that's, that that's not development. We want a a country where the people have jobs, they have markets, they have the independence restored, and as a result, they won't have to depend on politicians and give politicians their loyalty. And this group is not just, not because this group was born out of the situation that we are facing back home, but this group is here to say, and this group, it's always going to be here because we are a registered group. We are a legal group in the United States of America. And I would like to say one thing. We are not under any form of investigation. So whoever, the people who are perpetrating those lies, these are just pure lies. And this is a way to defame the character and the good image and the intention of the of the, of the group. We, we, will not, we are not based on that. So any Dominican... Who, um, who, um, who, is in tr- who are interested in what is going on back in Dominica, and, they, and it's not about blue or red or green, feel free to join the cause for justice and our freedom of our citizens back in our country, our dearly beloved Dominica. All
1: right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Maslin. And I think it, I think he's very clear what you're saying. And I'm, I, I'm sure if persons go to the website, um, Dominicademocracy.com, you said it was?
3: Um, um, www, www.dominicademocracy.org
1: mm-hmm. .org, okay. So, dominicademocracy.org. They will get more information, and there is probably contact information there for you as well, right?
2: Can she repeat the telephone number she gave? Okay. My telephone number
3: is 862-371-4123.
1: Right, and I was also saying that if persons go to the website, there should be contact information there as well, right?
3: Oh yes, there, there, there's loads of information there. Right. And um, anytime, anytime you, um, you, you put in information in the computer, then there's, you know, you'll see us there, and you'll see all what we are doing, you'll see our mission, what we stand to do, and everything. Else. Yeah.
1: All right. So I, I applaud you and 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 the other members of the group. I, I like the fact that you say that your interest is in Dominica. Not not a particular yeah. party, not a personality, your interest is Dominica, because that's always always something that I that I, I advocate for. Um, you know, when we were growing up our parents always used to tell us, when our parents um discipline us, they say, If if I don't discipline you, when you're in the hands of the police, you, you will want to bite me. Because I did not correct you when you were doing something wrong. And um, we we see the debate is so polarized that the supporters of the government refuse to to concede on any point whatsoever that the government is is doing stuff that needs co- um, correction or at least a little bit of investigation. And we also see on the other side that they, that people are, have their backs up against the wall and they're very defensive. And I think there's is, there's is a whole big space in the middle where Dominica is and persons can stand up. And and say okay, what we want is to see a Dominica where my ultimate dream is to see a Dominica where I don't have to be in New York, I can be in Dominica because I know I can work, my kids can get an education, there's a future for 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 my kids, and I don't have to go to another country to make a living. So maybe not me, but maybe my children might have that opportunity. And and so I applaud but, you, and I, and I wish you yeah. But but we though, Let me just go ahead, take a comment, Tony, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: Um, yeah. Two brief comments. One, I, I I applaud the fact that she made the the comment that we're looking at at the issues and and without not necessarily taking any uh, political side, because not only the political side, but I think one of the things we have to continue to educate our people is to deal with the issues and not the personality. Too often, even with this current situation, there's a lot of personality attacks. As, as issue, as a red herring to drive people attention away from the issue, and I think that is very sad. I think, given given where we are in this age of information, technology, and all of that, we need to rise rise above that. The other point I want to make is that the whole question of Dominicans being overseas is not something that happened yesterday or two years ago. You know, long even before I was born. I mean, I'm 62 years old this year, and and long before I was born, I, I mean, I, I, um, I, people were migrating to various parts. Dominicans were migrating. Dominicans were going to United Kingdom. They were going to Canada. They were going to United States. And 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 they still had a very strong uh, uh, allegiance to their island, to their country where they came from. I mean, you go to England. You find people in england who've been here for the last 40 60 years you go to the united states you go to canada so so the notion that if you're outside of dominica that you should not be able to have a say in this in the situations that are going on in dominica is, is just ludicrous yes, certainly. I, I would like to add i would like to add something mm-hmm.
3: you know you know most of us um um who um, most of us who um, you know who migrated to the united states um we did not just migrate and forget about our country a lot of us including me i have been involved in, with my you know in groups here with my you know well i wouldn't not say group but the dominical Emerald organization of new jersey I, I i i i stayed on that group volunteering for 7 years From the secretary to the, to the, to the vice president to the PRO. I have always volunteered my time. I have used my backyard. I have used my backyard to raise funds, to do breakfast, to raise funds. And especially when, when, um, when, when tropical, um, um, storm Erica, you know, we, we we raised funds all the time. We did work. We did, we did our civic duties, you know, to assist with, um, 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 Dominica at home. We, 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 and we have been doing that for wholeheartedly. It's not that we are, we're not getting back anything out of it, because a lot of time we use our time, well, other time, our time, our resources, you know, we, we, we did it. We did it. Our own personal funds, we did it. So we have not. We did not just migrate and forget about Dominica. We are not just here having a good time, as some of the Dominicans, um, some some of the critics think that we are just having a good time abroad, and we are only talking. I'm, we are not only talking. I know that I, I did not. I am not just only talking. I, I put I put my money and I put my actions where my words are. And if there's anybody who's qualified to talk about the situation back home in Dominica, it's me. Because I paid enough, I worked in Dominica and I paid enough taxes in Dominica to help develop Dominica. I to just see Dominica go under. Unlike some people who are here for 20, 30 years and have never contributed one thing to the, to the de- development of Dominica than, than become patriotic every five years. That is when they're ready to go home to defraud the people's election. The people who live in Dominica ha- have a right to elect their own government to govern them. Whoever the people elect in Dominica, I am. I am willing to work with it. I will accept it. But don't live in the United States for twenty, thirty years. Never contribute anything to Dominica and go home to sabotage the people's election and then take a flight and come back the next day. If the government is good for them, why don't you go home and and, and live there? Because that's the government you elect. You come back to your good life in the United States of America, and that is just not fear to anybody. It is not fear to anybody.
1: All right. So, there you have it. Um, Vaseline, I, I hear your passion. And, and so, I am, I am pretty sure that um, the organization Dominicans for the Defense of Democracy is is a vibrant organization. I look forward to that. Uh, I was hoping to have a few more of you on tonight, but it didn't work out. So, let me have an opening invitation to you guys. When you organize yourselves a little bit, I know you organize, but organize to come on here. Um, you, you're quite welcome to come back. And, and to give a more in-depth and detailed, um, background as to what the organization is about. You're very welcome. So I, I thank you very much for, for coming on and sharing the information with this weekend interview audience.
3: Okay. Thank you.
1: Uh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. All right. So, so Alvin, you know, um, what, what I, what I want to say is that, I, I, we don't want to get into a cycle where every, Every 20 or 25 years or so, we, we, we sink into a place where we elect the wrong person or somebody gets in there and they, they start to do, be like a dictator and that sort of thing. When we started having issues and worrying about the government, we am finding out that our constitution does not make allowance for a lot of things that we would like to see happen. And, and And I must say, I have been very disappointed. So for example, Disappointed. For example, you had the Freedom Party in government for 15 years. It, it was a party of lawyers. Mr. Charles was a lawyer and most of the, most of the members of her cabinet were lawyers. But yet still, nobody bothered to update the Constitution. There's so many things that's lacking in the Constitution. I, I mean, there are provisions in the Constitution now I think that has been violated. For example, the you need for electoral reform. We don't need A constitution reform to have the need for election reform electoral reform but but to get to my point quickly because we're approaching the end of the hour is that out of this crisis what i would like to see for dominica is a plan where dominica moves to development i hate the fact that when we talk about development in dominica we're not talking about development where I can feel comfortable moving back from here, go back to live in Dominica. I'm not worried about my healthcare. I'm not worried about education. I'm not worried about being able to transport, you know, to, to move around. I, I, I don't, I, 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 don't, I see no reason whatsoever why Caribbean people do not demand more of their governments. And I say Caribbean people because what is true in Dominica seems to be true across the Caribbean. Why we seem to have Such low expectations for our government. It seems like it's okay if the government do some roads, if they have a couple schools up to high school and then everybody has to go away for university education, and it's okay if our nurses get trained and they go overseas to work. No, I want to see a Dominica where people can migrate if they choose to, but persons can have a choice to stay home and to have a decent living. And not worried about the future of the children and how the children are going to get work and to see a Dominica where the economy is growing and we have good growth in our, in our economy and, and, and a high enough standard of living.
2: Well, well, Tony, I mean, my, my, my quick response to that based on what you've just said is that the, the, the sad and unfortunate thing about about the politics in 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 the caribbean and in dominica in particular is that what they say is that absolute power corrupt absolutely and 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 when you keep people in that situation of um denial and and situations like that people then people don't don't develop and and be in a position to 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 question take charge and challenge their government to do things um, I mean, even in this current situation that is developing in Dominica, I mean I heard over the radio, um, I believe the general secretary of the public service union issued a statement I heard earlier this week. Um, and then I heard the whatever the churches, um, the what what the what the organization that represents the, the, the churches to get issue a statement. But my point is that, um, yeah, that is good but but where 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 there were the voices even throughout the last five ten fifteen or so years and and i think again if we go back to the question of democracy it's in the interest of the government if you have a, a private democracy and people raising the issues it helps you to govern even better but when you have an environment when the government feels, you know, that nobody should dissent. Nobody should say anything. If you, if you say anything, um, if you if you talk on the issues or, or you try to make a comment on the issues, you're anti-government. You're against um, the prime minister. You're against the government. It's just ludicrous, and and that that is the kind of environment that festers, um what is currently happening. And that's why you will you will find it difficult. Who have any serious consideration given to amendment to the Constitution or, or any of the of the things that you you just raised and that and, is sad
1: and, and it seems like it seems like because we demand because we demand so little from our governments that it that all the government is focused on is to remain in power
2: exactly exactly so 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 they feel well. okay I can stay there 20 years I can stay there 25 years I can stay there 30 years. I mean, come on. What's up with that? Yeah. I and, mean
1: it's just crazy know? that the number one pri- priority of our government is to remain in power. That's that
2: exactly is- and that is crazy. That cannot be a healthy democracy. Do you know that, that come next year there will be young Dominican kids who, who born who were born eighteen years when this government came into power and I've never voted and voting for the first time for the only government that they know during their lifetime. 18 and 19 years. And,
1: and, and, as, a, and as a Dominican. And
2: 20 years.
1: And, a, and as, a, as a Dominican, you can sit back and say, is that person who is 20 years old, came to know themselves and grow into adult under the Labour Party government? Is that person looking around themselves in Dominica and seeing opportunity for them exactly. to de- what, for them to make is a living?
2: That or development.
1: What What prospect they have?
2: supposed to take over tomorrow. What, what do you show to that twenty-year-old who all they know was that?
1: And, and and that is the point that I have. And and persons think that we oh you you live in America and you expect and I, I you expect this and yes yes I expect it. I expect I expect a country to be able to to provide development for the country. We have a call on the line. Let's take it quickly. If we're at the, end of the hour, hold on a minute. Okay. Yes, caller, good evening. and Welcome to this weekend interview. Caller, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, I guess...
2: You, and, and you see, because of because of the challenges that this islands face in terms of economic challenges, development challenges, what happens after a period of 15, 18 years? That type of, of period, you run out. You seriously run out of ideas, and and therefore you you you, you there isn't a fresh approach towards development. And we saw it happen with with under the Freedom Party. When the Freedom Party was there for fifteen years. After fifteen years the party started to disintegrate. There there were the, the it was becoming a, 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 a more of a challenge. You saw you saw even within the leadership itself what transpired between um this is Alan Carbon and, and, and Brian Allen for leadership in the party. And we saw what happened when when Charles took over, eventually the party disintegrated. And it's because um, when, and when the Freedom Party came out after 15 years, the UW came in. But of course, we, we know what, what happened there. So, so, my thing is that when, when you have given that, and, and, and let's understand when you provide, when you present yourself to your people for to serve for election, it doesn't mean you, you present yourself to be there indefinitely. You present yourself to serve. And my God, if you have served five years, ten years, Fifteen years to me, that's a that's a that's a human. That's a huge contribution. Right. Why can't you allow somebody else to come out, come forward and serve? Why why can't you allow democracy to flourish and to develop? Why do you feel you have a, a stake and a hold to this, and therefore nobody else, nobody ideas means anything? And that the opposition, do the the entire opposition is a waste of time, and and becomes personal and attacked each other personally. I mean, you know, he who have not seen send the first stone. And then Are you telling me, you know, nobody on the government side has seen. He who I have not seen, send the first stone. On the opposition you have some some very professional and intelligent people here. You have attorneys, you have engineers, you have architects, you have a, a whole range of persons.
1: But 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 I but, but, but I Alvin, mean, you know, I, I keep coming back To, to the expectations that we have on our governments. I, (laughs) I think, so, so, so earlier in the interview, for example, you said that since before, since, since before you were born, persons were migrating from Dominica to go to other places to make a living. Me, as a, as a Dominican, as a Caribbean person, my objective, my dream would be a time when that is not what it's about. Persons can migrate if they choose to migrate, but persons should not have to migrate in order to make a living exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: So, to so 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 we you know what I'm saying is that the situation that existed sixty years ago because of because of of of, of our islands were isolated um travel it used take a month to get to markets and all of those things that that predicated against. And, and made it difficult for development. We were just coming out of slavery, just coming out of colonialism. Okay, but but now, in 2017, it should not be the same mode where people look to, you make your kid, he, he goes to high school, he become 18, 19, 20, 21, and the only thing that they're looking to do is an opportunity to migrate. Right. So, so, so we're not a stock farm. We're not that we, we we don't exist to provide stock, brain stock, and, and 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 labor for the rest of the world. We are a people. We are a country. So we should be able to think that within our country we have the resources to create a community that can sustain itself and and provide a decent living for its people. In, as, and, and not just white people, but also contribute to the, to the, to the advancement of the human race. Otherwise, we don't deserve to be a country, we should be part of somebody else. If, if exactly. all we're doing is raising people so that they can go somewhere else to make a living, we don't have what it takes to be a country. But
2: not, but not only that, if I may, Tony, even, even the whole dialogue and discussion that is taking place now, as far as the, um Citizen by Investment program, the CDI program. I mean, There are the pros and cons of it. And one will argue, Dominica is not the only island that does that. United States has a, um, they may not call it a CBI program, but they have a situation where they will give citizenship or or bring card if they can want to attract professionals in a particular field, engineers, technicians, scientists to the United States. But at the same time, I don't think it makes prudent sense for you to tell me as a government that this is your primary, your primary area of development for the country.
1: Personally. If
2: this, if this does not work from, from the, 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 the the discussion that's coming on government side, that the whole economy crashes. I mean, it's frightening.
1: Personally. Personally, I think, I think the commod, the commodization Treating our passport, our citizenship, our birthright as a commodity that can be sold
2: so, is so, an insult.
1: I, mean, I, I personally think me, it's an insult. It, I,
2: it tells me that whichever government, whether it's the King's government, the Antigua, and Dominican government, has run out of ideas. They have run out of ideas and the only thing that will salvage it is to find this multi-million millionaire who can afford to buy a passport and provide money into the government, you know, controlled
1: in front of let me, let, me, let, me put, let me put it in a scenario where, what, the way I think about it. And, I, and I, I've been asking that question for the last three shows. If if your parents worked hard and built a company, an estate, and they leave it to you? And there's a management in place for the last 15, 17 years, 20 years, a management in place, and that management was giving you the results that the government of Dominica has produced in Dominica for the last 15, 20 years. Would you be looking to replace that management or would you renew their contract for, for another five years? Would, would you, and, 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 no, 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 Alvin, and, and make it worse. If that management is coming to tell you, listen, the only thing that we see we can do to, to sustain the estate is to sell, is to start selling off passes of land. And and it's not to say we sell enough parcels of land so we can get money to to create an industry. We we just see it as selling parcels of land so we can so we can keep the roads motorable. We can fix the barn house. We all we, the only idea we have for generating revenue for this estate is to sell land. Wouldn't you ask? Well, we only have a finite amount of land. When there's no more land to sell, what's the plan? Would you? I mean, because that is essentially what these guys are doing. You they, we, and, you give them the country to run, and they're coming back to you and tell you, "Listen, uh, the only thing that we see we can do to keep the country running is to sell your birthright." How, how can that? How can that be okay?
2: That and you see, my thing, Tony, is that and and again, the the lack of of the the the, the education or the lack of uh, uh, allowing for discussion on the issue. Seems to suggest that if you if you speak about it the way we are speaking about it, you are against the program.
1: I am a, I and am against the program. I am against, against the program. Period. I am
2: not. I am not. No, I'll I'll place on the record that I am not against the program in its totality.
1: I mean, I'm against, I am the against the program of sale of and passports. And 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 comparing comparing what the Caribbean governments are doing to what the Americans or the Canadians are doing. Is not fair because it's two different type of programs. The only thing they have in common is, is is citizenship. In the United States, if you invest a certain amount of money, you provide a certain amount of employment, you qualify for residency and then for citizenship. That's different from just have agents of their selling your passport. There's, there's no comparison in these two in these two things.
2: And then you cannot tell me that that is you know to tell me that that is the only way. That your country or island is going to survive. What happens when you can't find people to sell the passport What happens? When
1: you are, what happens when you sell all the land in the estate? What's going to keep the I estate? Mean it,
2: it, 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 it doesn't make, it doesn't make prudent sense to me. You know? I mean, I mean, clearly, clearly, there has to be some new approaches and new ideas and, and new areas that one can explore to as far as development is concerned. And that is what a democracy is all about. That is what a democracy allows for. But when you have a situation where people are not allowed to speak on those issues, people, when you make a, a position on the issue, you're anti the government or you, you, you are seen as a, as a, as a, what they say, as a traitor or committing treason, to me that, that, is I don't know. I mean, I can't
1: even find it. <laughs> that, that in itself, that in itself is treason because you know what you put in you put in a party and a person before country. <laughs> you know, you put in a yeah. party and a person before country because that is treason. And I have somebody texting me and asking me livestock. Yes, I said livestock. Because if if as a country,
2: it? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What is
1: somebody, it? I said I mentioned that all we are is a livestock farm, and somebody questioned a question for me on on, on text me, asked me livestock. Yes, I <laughs> I said livestock, and I meant to <laughs> say livestock. Because if all you're doing is is if all you're doing is creating people, raising them to 18 years old, and then they have to you shipping them off to go develop somebody else's country and to provide services for another population. All you're doing is breeding people and saying them up your livestock farm in other country. But
2: but but earlier too earlier too I alluded to the fact that um the, the General Secretary of the Public Soviet Union and the, the conference of the, the Dominican Council of Churches, whatever had a statement as it relates to the incident that happened last week after the, the you know, after the meeting, you know well, it was meeting, it was yeah. the European, it was the opposition. Mm-hmm. from my understanding it was Europe and the Freedom right. together right. meeting. Um, they issued a statement, but you see, I, I think to that, and and we spoke about that a couple of months ago when we when we discussed this whole question of democracy. I think to that civil civil society and these other organisations in the in the have a responsibility to speak on those issues. This they should not just speak when when what transpired last week transpired when 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 the the young people went ahead and. And did this thing, which nobody condones, which I don't condone, which is wrong. You need to speak on the issues as it relates to the development in your country. So, for example, uh, for example, the the business sectors in Dominica, the Employers Federation, if they're still uh, 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 active, the DIT, if they're still active, should have a position on the CBI um, program. They should have a paper and a position on the on the program. How do they view the program and what are their thoughts on the program? The church should have a position on the program. What is their position on the program? How do they communicate and educate their constituents? How do they see what is the church's position on the program? These are some of the things that Pope Francis articulates in his encyclical social developments and the social well-being of the people. This, what is their position on on issues as it relates to development? How do you how do you how do you relate the spiritual development of the individual as it relates to their whole personal and their whole development in the community? It's not just a question of a spiritual development; it's a spiritual development combined with the other development in the system. So you have a position; you should have. A position on the matter, and this has nothing to do with politics. It's not politics. and uh, Politics is development.
1: Po- po- so, politics, so politics, it's, politics it's is our, our everyday life. You know, like exactly. Politics is so, so our everyday it's life.
2: That they only come out and issue a statement, and during the twenty-four month period, during the five-year period, during the six-year period, during the ten-year period, nothing is said. Nothing
1: is, 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 And, and, Alvin, and to, nothing. to make your, to put a, to put an exclamation on your, on the point that you're making, we have major construction projects going on in the country. Now everybody knows that one of the ways you stimulate your economy is through major construction. Because when you have major construction, you provide employment, the, the people that get paid, they, they buy some bits and bull jow, they, you know, they, they buy, they have a party, they, and they buy a vehicle, and the economy, it gets stimulated and because The last few major projects that we have had, we've had Chinese laborers on the projects. Right. Our, our young people cannot get work and you have foreign laborers, laborers in Dominica doing construction work. And that, that is unheard of. If, if that is what it takes to get aid from a country, you tell the country, thank you, but no, thank you very much. I will stay with what my people are accustomed of driving in portals and driving portals until I can afford. To, to use, because that is what you're using to, to drive your economy. Uh, construction projects and stuff that provide employment. But when, when you take up a, a loan or a grant from China and you come and spend five million dollars to be, do, or twenty million, whatever it is, to build a hospital, but ninety percent of the jobs is for Chinese. What's the point?
2: Tony, I remember.
1: I know, and, uh, I mean, and before you go, before you go, the reason I was saying that puts an exclamation mark on it, and what you're saying is that That is an ideal time for the trade unions, the public service to jump in as, as, as representative of workers, to jump in and to force government hand to make sure that our local people get jobs and they were silent. So who are they now to come and talk about that same, the same youth that would have gotten a job on the construction projects, who are they now to come and condemn them for expressing themselves? That's the point I was trying to make.
2: Yeah, but, but, um, the, the um, I I was um, I remember as as growing up in Dominica, young boy. You remember that too, where when bananas was, was thriving, the way bananas was thriving, farmers would come down to the bank and buy their vehicles in cash, you know. You remember that?
1: Yeah, and and you and you and you remember. Would the, buy
2: their vehicle in cash and would deposit cash in their account. Okay, granted, bananas is not the industry is not what it was. A couple of years ago, I, I, accept. I, I, you so difficult to do that. But what has replaced it? Exactly. As far, as far as farming is concerned. So if we don't have bananas now, do we have pineapples? Do we have tomatoes? Do you know? Do
1: you know that Grenada having? Do you know that, Grenada, food food? You know that gre- Grenada has replaced the, the income they used to get from bananas with fishing?
2: I mean, do we have something like that? Well, we are the, the farmer now. Whereas before he could come down to Rosu or uh, come into town with with fifteen or the bananas by his vehicle and and send his kids to school and do all those things, okay. What what have we had to replace that banana income now? Passports. Do we have a thriving dashing industry or a tanya industry or a bee oil industry or bay leaf or or, 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 or a tangerine or anthurium lilies? I mean, what?
1: What we have is passports,
2: and, and 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 you're telling me, I mean, that that income is not there, and the only source of the income is through the CBI. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know why you're giving thing? it that nice name in the CBI. Is it silver passports? Well,
2: I mean, that's what it's called. Silver it's so, passports. I mean, I'm respectfully referring to it. As I said, I mean, I'm not just throwing it out completely. Um, I I can understand what some of the merit is. But like everything else, if, if some, if a program is not properly managed and 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 executed, it lends itself to abuse, like any program. Listen, um, like any program, if it's not perfect, it lends itself to abuse. Let me why you have the situations that we have developing you now and all those allegations, and and that is why as I said earlier in my comment that I think the, the the government needs to be as transparent, and one way of doing that is to lay the cards on the table, go into parliament and say, hey guys, this is the situation. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is what we have. This is what we collect. These allegations are incorrect. This is the fact. These are the math.
1: But, but, but let me, let me, let me tell you, you, when we talk about the CBI, we call it the CBI. Okay. Dominica Coconut Products, which is owned by Palm Oil, went out of production after Hurricane Erica. Okay. If the government has said, okay, let us, let us form a company, let's find some local entrepreneurs or whoever it is willing to, and, and, and it is determined that to get that facility working, it will take 20 million dollars or 10 million, five, whatever in number you want to it. say. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you create a company and you say, okay, we're going to, we are going to go out there and see if there are persons who are interested in investing in our country.
2: Like, and, like uh, government, and, did. And all government did with bauxite
1: And and that person says, Okay, I'm going to buy two million dollars worth of shares in that project. And in exchange for such a contribution to the development of your economy, it makes perfect sense to give that person residency or citizenship or whatever it is. Because that person right. is doing a significant investment in a tangible project in your country. Exactly. That is a exactly. citizen by investment project. Not to exactly. have agents out there advertising your passport in your citizenship to just sell it. That is not a citizen by investment program. That is a sale of passport. I
2: agree with you, Tony, on that, that example you gave. Because, because, like everything else, I mean, soap is still going to sell. I, I go into the stores here in, 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 in Atlanta in the U.S., and you have all different brands and types of soap, and, and the, the soap that was being, and the products that were being manufactured by DCT we for high standard? The soaps were for high quality high standard.
1: But even now even though when I go in shops in New York I see Kabolic soap that was made in Dominica. carbolic yeah. and Castile soap so that, that was made in up, Dominica selling on the shelves in it. New York. Yes.
2: Yeah. You you do something like that and say, Well, you take shares in it and, and I want you to pump five million or whatever in it and for that we can give you some citizenship because you're you're creating uh, an industry that will generate employment and stuff like that. Now, if you, if you say something like that, that makes you political and anti-government. That doesn't make sense to me.
1: Now, as we come to a close, as we draw to a close, alright? What I want to say is that, democracy, voting and elections are important for democracy. But the most important aspect of a democracy is participation. Exactly. And and when you have a government that tries to stifle participation, that government is stifling democracy. When you listen to what happens in the House of Assembly, I grew up listening to the House of Assembly. It was a pleasure to listen to the House of Assembly and hear the debate going back and forth between Mike Douglas and Miss Charles and the different people and hear the, you know how people are forced to come there with their with their arguments to try to to convince people that they're right. I mean, at the end of the day, the government has the majority, so 90% of the time the government gets its way. But at least the government would humour the system and allow the opposition the opportunity to speak. But since this party has come into power, especially since the last election, they've they've come to parliament, done what they want to do, and adjourned before the opposition has a chance to to say what they have to say. Where's Where's the participation?
2: let me just share with you uh something that this week I, I, that came over the radio. Every Monday night, Dinah Frampton has this program in the spotlight. So this past Monday there, she had um, Father Branca John on. Very, very, very interesting um, program. Um, you might be able to listen to it on, on a podcast, because if you go on the page, I think she has it as a podcast. And you know what, as you know, Branca John was um, was a a candidate that went up for the UWP in um, the election back in 2000, um, I think at St. Jude.
1: Salisbury. John, mm.
2: Salisbury. And Branca John was, a, you know, he was just given his, his whole life experience from starting off Calypso and youth work and and, and politics in Parliament because he was appointed a senator on the WP side. And going into the priesthood, and he said one of the things that left him stunned he used the word stunned an amazing parliament was that and, and he was talking about the whole politics as well, was they they had this debate, and after they 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 took a like a thirty minutes break, they, the parliament adjourned for thirty minutes, whatever, and lo and behold, he saw Edison James and Rosie Douglas. Like in a corner or in the, some area, having a drink, drinking and laughing and talking with each other. Jovially talking and laughing, having a drink. The same thing could be said of Miss Charles, Eugenia and then Mike Douglas on the labor side. They would adjourn and you'd see Eugenia and, and Mike or Ronald Amor on the, Amor on the freedom side and, and the labor side, joking and laughing and can you can you say the same thing for this government where you see prime minister scary and and what's his name and lennox linton after Parliamentary June just having a casual conversation with each other laughing and joking and drinking and and, and what have you i mean this 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 thing has gotten too so bad it has gotten real really 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 bad and that's unhealthy for a democracy that's not healthy for democracy that's not healthy for our young people to see our politicians, our leaders growing up in that kind of environment. That is not good. And that's why I'm saying that you the the civic society, which includes the business sector, the trade unions, the church, has an obligation to speak to those issues and try to bring some some sort of healing and bring some 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 sense of 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 of, of belonging to the island as again just waiting when. When this outburst take place and everybody is is going issuing a two page statement and, and that type of thing, that is not good. That is why people like myself will stay in the diaspora and speak to those issues. And so, speak to those so issues. Been, as we as we
1: as we come up to the end of of, of the thing, let's wrap up. Um, you know, and, and you went to the question of people questioning the right of person in the diaspora to um, what rule? How do you think we're going to go forward? And what's the result we would like to see?
2: Well I think I think Tony, um what we're doing now is 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 a start. It's a start in the right direction. As you mentioned earlier, we are in a stage now where social media, I mean, dictates and provides that type of information. Fifteen whatever years ago, ten years ago, you didn't have Instagram, you didn't have Facebook, you didn't have Twitter. I mean, look, look how President Trump communicates with his with his base through Twitter. He sends a tweet out to his base, and his base is quite happy with that tweet. So I think we just have to harness whatever is available to us and and communicate that message across. I would hope that at some point people understand that you, neither you or myself, have any. I don't have any personal interest in this thing. I I I. I I am above this question of um, characterization of of, of people. Um, I'm dealing with the issue. Um, I have, as I said, contributed in whatever little way I I, I did in Dominica, in various organizations, The, the, the trade union, the credit union, the JCs, I mean, you name it. So I still feel that I have a responsibility and a role and a duty and an obligation to speak to those issues. I would hope that we can continue that dialogue. We can invite and get the views of other people as well. One of the things we can do, let's challenge some of them to come on the program as well. Come and share their position. This is this is not um any political for Let's come out from the shadows and come out and express your your position. I mean, this this morning, this this earlier today on, on um one of the radio stations, I think it was Q um they, they 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 played that um um i'm trying to remember who was the the the, the poet that says um when the Germans came you said nothing when they came for you said nothing and when your turn came i i don't remember the exact but it it's during the time of the nazi and the german um that nobody said anything everybody was quiet and finally hitler just took over the entire country i mean because nobody no, nobody stood up and said anything even when he was making a little advances, so I think we have an obligation to, to 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 speak to those issues, to to seek to get clarity, to 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 hear other points of view, to hear the side of views on those issues, and and in so doing, to educate our young people and the young people that are coming up that they they at least will see some hope and some 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 um um something bright for the future.
1: Yeah, and uh, let's, let's, let's keep our eyes peeled. Let's keep our ears open. You know, uh, the, the, the developments that we have in Dominica are very, you know, very interesting. I mean, as usual, I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing and, and, you know, you're very insightful in, 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 in your observations. And that's why you are regular on this weekend interview helping to to, to clarify and, and and to and to bring other points and so and so as usual i appreciate you my friend and 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 thank you so much for coming on this week in interview as, as i said um democracy is supposed to be a participation sport not a spectator sport and it's, it's not only when we when we go to vote and in closing i know everybody's been criticizing and and, and saying that Quick to say they're not in support of the of the violence that happened in Dominica after the last meeting. But I put to you the question, not you in Alvin, but the audience in general. If people just come gather, have a meeting and go home, how much attention do you think they're going to get from the current government to the current attitude that they have? When we see the, the arrest of Sam Christian in 2017 for something that he said in 2015. Something that we saw the arrest of the deputy leader. I think he's deputy leader anyway. Thompson Fontin on Sunday morning. He released on, on Sunday afternoon. Today we saw the arrest of I think is is Mr. Sandiford of, of the Caribbean Territory. Three o'clock in the morning. They 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 send on his house like Gestapo. And, and um, at the end of the day, charge him with obstruction. If, if, if it's a travel obstruction, what's the, was it sense in sending the special service squad, SSU, to somebody's house at three o'clock in the morning to arrest them? That's stuff you do for high treason. Not for, not for a charge of obstruction. You know? Well, W- w- yeah, what what what's, what's happening with all of this arbitrary arrest and 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 and, and all of that that that's mm-hmm. going on? So we have to keep our eyes we have to keep our eyes peeled and our ears open. You want to listen to some finally before we before we close?
2: Yeah, well, well, Tony, I just wanted to say finally. Well, thanks for having me on again. It's always a pleasure to 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 be able to come on the program and, as I said, to just share my own thoughts on the issues as I see it. Um, I'm not here to take any sides, but just to express my view which I think I have a right and an obligation to as as an individual and as a Dominican to share. So thanks for that opportunity. I would just say though very briefly too that um, sometimes when some, nobody condones what happened, but when the situation developed as it did with these young people we should take pause to and step aside and ask ourselves why these young people behave in that manner that they behave. What what led them to? Um, yes um, is need to to take corrective action, um, if, if the, the needs warrant. But at the same time, we need to ask what led to that. It's the same thing again back in the United States. You see all these riots and all this thing happening in the various communities in Baltimore, in depressed neighbourhood, in Chicago, in the various depressed neighbourhood. And this is just end up killing S- situations where it, 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 it's like a volcano waiting to explode. And I think we would serve well to to step aside. And to, and to say to this young man, well, tell me, tell me, John, tell me, young guy, why, why did you do that? Tell me, why? Why, why, why did you really do that? What's the underlying reason? Why did you smash the window? What's, what's going on in your mind? What is it? Um, so it would serve us well as well to, 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 to reach out and find out what, what is happening to this young person.
1: And, and in closing, I would say, I would tell John, John,
2: on Monday, come up to the hospital. There's a
1: construction project going, and I have a job for you. Exactly. That, that is the. That is what, what probably are we need.
2: School? That's probably
1: that like we need to um. We need are you to,
2: school? Are you yeah. working? Do you have a yeah. job? Um. You know. I mean, what what what's your what's your goal? Do you want to go to college? Do you want to go to university? What do you want to do?
1: Well, Alvin, let's leave uh, it there. You know, we have to leave it there. And um, like Alvin, right. I said, thank you. And thank you for the listeners for staying with us every Wednesday night. We'll do this again next week, Wednesday. And, and for now, our focus is on what's going on in Dominica. We have a few, um, pay-per-view items coming up, um, because it's Carnival season, but it's so difficult to talk about Carnival, um, when there's so much turmoil going on in the country. Um, but, but let's, let's stay tuned and let's keep it peeled. And I wish you all the best for the week. All right. Okay then. Good night.
2: Thanks, Tony. All uh, right. good
1: night. Uh-huh. Good night. Dear listeners, I, I, I say thank you for, for joining us for another episode of this week in interview. Let's, let us see what, what we need, what we can do. What's, who, who, how we can contribute. I want to, to thank a maslin from the Dominicans for the defense of democracy. Wish you well. Wish, uh, as you, as you, as you organize, um, as I said, the mic is is available. This platform is available for you to come and um and to let people know what's what's happening and what's going. On. I wish you I wish you well, listeners. I wish you a, a great week. I'll see you next week Wednesday. Our engineer and and technical person Sam. Thank you and and good night. This weekend interview is a production of net If you miss the program or you miss any part of it, we usually have. The podcast of the show available within 24 hours of the, of the live broadcast. You can go there and, and see that. So, it's I have been your host, Anthony Drago, and I'll see you next week. Good night. <laughs>